Greetings party people! Welcome to the first installment of the Third Culture Kingdom in 2021. Thank you so much for choosing to join us today as we start a new series, The Path Less Travel. We'll be talking with problem solvers and visionaries making an effort to pave a new way for others in their communities. Buckle up, you're in for a treat. What's good, what's good? This is your host, David Huang, and welcome to the Third Culture Kingdom. Today, I have with me a connect from the world of Instagram. <laughs> uh, Dio Ajataku, creator of the Black Enneagram. Uh, the truth is, I really don't know too much about her, but <laughs> I know that from her work, she's passionate uh, and driven to build community and help people become more whole and healthy. So I'll hand it over to her and let her introduce herself. Hi, Dio. How, uh, how's it going? What's popping? Hey, I'm so glad to be here. This is Dio. Um, I'm good. <laughs> I'm fine. It's been a good day, which has been, you know, it's a testament of how life has been. I just feel like this has been one of the best days I've had in a very long time. So I'm good. <laughs> word, word. Where, where are you at right now? Um, I'm in Houston, Texas. That's where oh, I'm Yeah. You're in Houston. Yeah. Okay, okay. That means we're actually not as far away as I okay. thought. <laughs> I'm actually in Austin, Texas. Oh, that's so, dope. Okay, okay. So, so okay, cool, cool. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Um, are you working? Are you in school? Right. Um, um, what are you doing? I just graduated 2020, so I'm free from undergrad. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm currently working part time, and I'm preparing to go to law school at 2021. So I'm applying this, you know, this coming fall. So yeah. Ooh, okay, okay. Aspiring lawyer. <laughs> we 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 need we need good lawyers. <laughs> super cool, super cool. Um, so before we get into talking about the Enneagram and um, you know some of the work that you're doing, I'd love for people to get to know a bit more about uh, your story, kind of you know where you grew up, uh, your family. Um, yeah, I'll let you take it from yeah. there. So I'm Nigerian American, which is a big part of my identity. Um, my parents are immigrants. I, I was born there as well, so I know a lot. I know a lot of the culture because my parents they grew up with the culture. Um, I have five siblings, so it's five of us in total. And it's cool because we have like three girls in the middle and then two boys on the ends. So it's just I love order and I love like where things just look right and act like it's just perfect. Um, what else? I went to school in. Decatur, Georgia. So I went to school in Georgia and I had to move back, obviously move back home because of COVID. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think that's pretty much my life, I think. Okay, okay. Are you, um, actually, maybe I shouldn't assume. I was like, <laughs> I was going to say, are you Yoruba? Yoruba? Oh my gosh, yes, Yoruba, yes. <laughs> okay, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I got, I got friends, you know, from... Mm -hmm different people groups so that's that's dope that's dope um if, if you don't mind sharing uh what uh university did you graduate from i went to a women's college indicated okay. georgia agma scott college it was great awesome awesome <laughs> cool 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 so how did you get into wanting to become a lawyer <laughs> That's a good question. I don't, well, coming from an immigrant family, they kind of have the expectation that you're going to go into a professional, like, career job. And luckily, it, like, worked out where I wanted to do it as well. If that wasn't the case, it would have been really bad. But it was the case where I wanted it for myself. So mm -hmm. I think I 
I think I've wanted it since I was in high school. I'm not, I'm not very, what's the word? I'm not a debater. I don't have the typical lawyer personality at all. But mm-hmm. I think that because of my type oneness of on the Enneagram, like I'm just very oriented towards justice and equality. So I think mm-hmm. that's kind of what drew me towards like being an attorney rather than doing anything else. I just can't see myself doing anything else but being an attorney because of that like emphasis on justice and equality. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Especially in these times, these times as well. We need we need compassionate, loving, justice focused um, people in in the justice system uh, to bring some some reformation and transformation there. So so you you created you know the the IG page called the Black Enneagram. You know, really contextualizing the Enneagram tool. Uh, for people to better connect with it. Uh, could you first explain a bit about what the Enneagram is, you know, even even maybe how you mm-hmm. came across it and, um, yeah, when, when you started that? Um, so the way I explain the Enneagram is that it's like a typing system, but it's like based on motivations and instincts instead of behaviors. So a lot of other typing systems are based on, like, what do you do? I think mm-hmm. the Enneagram more focuses on why do you do what you do. And so in that way, like, you kind of, you, it's really hard to be wrong I mean, it happens, obviously, but like it's hard to be wrong because, you know, only you know why you do what you do. Um, it's also a reason why people don't, shouldn't type each other, like human beings shouldn't type each other um, because you just don't know someone's motivations. But anyways, it's different from other typing systems because um, it doesn't put you in a box. Like you can be, I can be like, for example, I'm a one, but you can meet someone who's a one and has a wing two or a wing nine. Even within having those wings, you have things called instincts or subtypes. And so I can be a wing one, wing two, uh, t- type one, wing two, and be like a social subtype or right. a one to one. So it's like there's so many variants and mm-hmm. no ones, no two like type ones are the same. So there really is no box. So I think right. that, that's the Enneagram is. So it's, it's great in that way. Yeah, love it, love it. I, I love that you said that because that is one of the things that annoys me most yeah. about, about when this tool became you know used because to be honest i really wasn't into the enneagram at all over the last couple years and i had all these friends you know who were like what's your enneagram type you know what what you doing like oh you know do you live under a rock like oh you know myers briggs is yesterday like (laughs) and and, and especially especially within the church you know people be like enneagram like you know like so what's your type and i'd be like I don't, I'm not going to take it because, <laughs> you know, I, I just think y'all are all over this. So, and, and, and kind of to go off of what you said, mm-hmm. uh, people would be like, well, that's just, that's such a, you know, oh. five thing to say, <laughs> like, you know, right. and I'll be like, I have no idea what that means. Right. Um, but they, you know, they'd say that to, to their friends too. And I would just be like, I feel like you putting people in the box. <laughs> Exactly, and, and so um, I, I'm so glad that you mentioned that because I think in my own, you know, exploration of the enneagram, I've kind of been like, oh yeah, like you know, I always tell people, especially when even when they ask my type or whatever, I'm like, first of all, I'm yeah. like, I think it's important for you to know that like I think it's the purpose of it, right? Is like for yourself, you know, yeah. it's like it's for you to understand more about yourself, and like if somebody you know, who you're close enough with, you know, you have that conversation with them, like, you guys can connect on a deeper level, because you like understand, you know, maybe why they do the things that they do. Um, but too many times, I almost feel like people do it, like, 
use it on the opposite end, kind of being like, I just want to know, like, yeah. you know, why you like your motivations and like, <laughs> I just gonna, I'm gonna start seeing you through this lens now. Right. right? Yeah. They're just like, you are a three, you are right. an eight, right. you are a nine. And it's like, so I just know everything about you now. And I'm like, you don't know nothing about me. No. So <laughs> that's really true. That's really true. Cause I remember I did something for someone and it was like a public thing. And I'm a one and people who were ones who were commenting were like, I'm a one, I would never do that. And that's fair. Like you can, two people can be the exact same type and you do not have the same behaviors at all. Mm -hmm. so right. That stereotyping thing is super, super toxic and weird. So yes, <laughs> yes. And, and, and yes. So I'm, I'm thankful that you said that because I'm like, it's not for you to like put on other people, these things. It's just like, you just deal with yourself and you, you know, trying to love the people around you. And I almost feel like some people use it to, um, to almost have like an excuse to be like, oh, I don't really have to get to know you more. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it's just like, oh, yeah, and I mean, Myers-Briggs could be the same thing. You know, people could say the same thing about that. They're just like, oh, well, you're, you know, ENTP. So, you know, that means this. Right. And I'm just like, man, I'm like, it, I feel like in friendships, you know, you probably, for me personally, I'm like, oh, before I even, like, I'm like, I'm not saying anything about Neogram stuff or even if they ask me, I'm like, you'll find out eventually if, you know, you, you stick around long enough. <laughs> That's wise. That's very wise. But, but, um, no, it's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. So, uh, going off of that, um, what do you observe, you know, in whether it's online or just among your friends, um, that stirred you to create, you know, this community of people, you know, so many people have resonated from it. Right. Um, so the, I didn't talk about the way I got into the Enneagram. So my, mm -hmm. I got through it, got into it through a friend who's a Christian and she we were like doing life together and that's what we call it doing life together and she brought it up and she was like oh yeah i think i think you would benefit from this tool and so i just really i just took off with it i love personality typing systems so started doing my own research on it and then um i took a class called creativity and innovation i was a business major in college and she wanted us to do like she wanted us to like pick something and like that was not being done that was novel that you know was unique um and do it um, and so for me, I just thought, and then I, th I thought about my personal life, like what is something that I see is like lacking or missing in any area of my life? And I was thinking about the Enneagram and how the Enneagram is extremely white and it's, it's popular or, or it's, it's monopolized rather by white women. Um, and a lot of our, a lot of cultures that are not white are not being represented. Um, and the only culture that I understand is black cultures. So I know there are really so many cultures that should be represented in every single thing in the world. But I think that because I, was black and a black woman and I understand black culture at least to a certain extent um, I felt like well why don't I just you know start doing something simple and like risk-free but I'm not a teacher I'm not an expert so I was sure. like I don't have the right to teach anyone about the Enneagram but I do want to do something that's on more on the fun side of the Enneagram which is like typing tv shows and specifically typing tv shows of color like people where mm -hmm. they have leads who are of color and right. so that was, my, that was my first intention was just to, yeah, add more Black culture into the Enneagram and Come help on. our people feel seen. Because I felt like I didn't feel seen. I definitely felt like left out. Mm -hmm. I remember one time I was literally, and this is what kind of super stirred me on, was I was looking up, um, I don't know if you know Whitley from A Different World. Whitley in A Different yeah. World is one of my favorite 
fictional characters on TV, but I, but there was no like t- like typing of her. There's no typing of the entire show. Sure. And so that really broke my heart. I was like, no one's talking about black culture in the interview game. And so that kind of was spurred mm-hmm. uh, that spurred me on to be like, no, we need this. I don't care if I have to, you know, be doing ten things at once. Like we're gonna be doing this. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Now that's that's super cool. I'm 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 super encouraged that you know you're you kind of just put your foot down and we're like, yeah. you know, fine. Like nobody else is doing it. Like I'll do it. <laughs> right. Um, Cause I think too many times, I don't know, just, I mean, in the society that we live in, right. Either uh, we, we don't muster enough courage to go, you know, try it. Um, yeah. Or we kind of just, we make excuses to kind of be like, okay, you know, somebody else will do it eventually. Or, you know, I'm, I'm sick and tired of this or whatever. And, and, um, so props to you, props to you for, for, for doing that. Um, because I think it's obviously, you know, resonated and uh, stuck with so many people and you have so many people kind of being like, yo, could you do this? You know, could you type this show? Could you, you know, um, how about with this? So love, uh, love that. So kind of diving into the tool a little bit more, why do you think the Enneagram uh, is something helpful for people and how has it been beneficial for you? That's a good question. I think you, you, you touched on it a little bit when you said that it helps you to understand yourself. Um, I think that, I think the more you understand yourself, like the better you can relate and love other people. I think if you, the only way to have a healthy relationship with others is to have a healthy relationship with yourself and God first. So I think the Enneagram is helpful in that and helps you like so, for example, with triggers, like if you know what your triggers are, when someone triggers your triggers, you like you realize that oh, it's because of me and not because of them. So little things like that, when you realize things that like push your buttons, you have, and then and then you, and then you know how to like combat them, then you have better relationships. So I think that's one way that's um, super helpful to other people is that it improves your it improves your relationship with yourself and relationship with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also one thing that um, I think there's like this big. Um, Instagram person who's like probably the most popular one in Christian culture um, her tag is like your Enneagram coach and she likes to connect like Christianity with the Enneagram mm-hmm. and one of her biggest focuses is like no like your Enneagram type is supposed to bring you closer to God like mm-hmm. it's supposed to help you to understand your relationship to God in a better way so I think that's another mm-hmm. way that's beneficial is that it improves your relationship with other people if you take it seriously and also it helps you see the way that God sees you um depending on your motivations, that's going to look different. Not everyone mm-hmm. needs to be totally right. good by God. Um, uh-huh. It depends on you. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I almost feel like the, the way I've kind of thought about a Neogram sometimes, to be honest, I'm like just being real. I, I feel like the Neogram, to be honest, is kind of like a tool which helps reveal the areas maybe where you've been broken the most. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, because the core motivations are almost overcompensations for what you didn't have. That's good. That's really good. Um, And, you know, for example, what I think it's, what, let's see. I mean, my my knowledge is not (laughs) the greatest, but let's see, type two, right, is is like the giver, right, Who, who almost feels like they're always like giving themselves away all the time. And, right, it's almost like they feel like they have to give because maybe they were never given to. Um, you know, when they were younger. Um, but yeah, I think it's really interesting when I look at it that way, because I think sometimes people can almost view certain types as like better 
yes. right? Or like, oh, like, you know, the type seven, the enthusiast yeah. is so happy and so great, <laughs> you know? And, and so you, yeah, you know, I've, I, I've thought about, it. I was like, man, okay. Like types of, I'm like, they, they got something I don't have, you know, like they, they're always hype. Like, you right. know, they just, they just seem like they're on the happy train all the time. Like, oh yeah, like, let's go do this. And I'd be like, ah, not, I don't think I like that. So, right. <laughs> or, <laughs> or you're like, I don't think you can be this happy. Like, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like, yeah, you bring up a really good point about, like, yeah, there are good parts to all the types, but there are also some really horrible, like, hard parts to being each type. Like, no type is better than the, than the other. So I, that's a good point. Like, no, I think people do say, like, oh, I'd rather be a seven, or I'd rather be a one, or I'd rather be a three. Like, no, like, all the types have their own issues. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it's just a matter of people discovering that and having to learn how to heal from those things because right once people are healthy technically there's these different aspects of each you know types life should like manifest um so um yeah i think it's really really interesting with with that um so diving into what you mentioned a little bit um you know you mentioned that you are a, a type one um which is the perfectionist uh, reformer type um and so uh, could you, yeah, dive in a little more to that and, and what that looks like uh, in your life? Yeah, so um, I think with type ones are very like planner oriented. And so I like to plan everything in my life. I'm looking at my calendar right now and like I have literally every second of the day <laughs> accounted for. <laughs> like it's literally just colors. Like I don't see any white, like I literally do it in <laughs> and I love it. Like, I can't live any other way. So I think that's very unique to a lot of ones and maybe threes as well. So that's one of the ways that it shows that mm. I'm a very like planner oriented. Yeah. Um, I think depending on your social type, your on your not social type, your subtype, um, mm -hmm. that manifests differently. So I'm a social uh, subtype, and so I lean towards like people. Um, my initial reaction is like, okay, how can I, you know, bring us together? How can I bring the community together? And which is kind of what, you know, shows up with my page is like, this is like, I wanted to do something for the community, for the group, for the collective. Um, yeah. so that it shows up. Um, I'm also a wing two. So my wing two shows up really strong, very much a helper. I just want to do and be there for people in any way that I can. Um, and yeah, sometimes that's healthy, sometimes it's not, but yeah, every single piece of my Enneagram like number has like a place and I can see myself like acting those things out in daily life. So yeah, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I, I want to I wanna dive into that a little deeper and, and ask you about um, what uh, you have seen or how you've maybe been able to apply it, obviously just more on like a filter level, like in being able to see things. But, but um, how, how would you say that you know, your, your understanding of the Enneagram and um, understanding of it has maybe influenced the way that you interact with your family, oh, wow. um, you know, within like a Nigerian household. Yeah, that's so interesting. I've never really thought deeply about that. Man, I think, I think like, I like I said before about the expectations part, like ones like to fulfill other people's expectations. Like if you tell me to do something, I want to be able to come, like, come through for you. Mm -hmm. So I think that, like even with my journey with becoming an attorney, like I've had to, every single, in every single step, I've had to be careful and be like, are you doing this for your dad? Are you doing this for your parents? Are you doing this for yourself? Mm -hmm. and so I think Enneagram game has helped me to realize like, okay, no, I'm doing this for myself. I'm not doing this for other people. Cause I think the ones can get caught up in 
I'm going to, I'm doing this and, I, and this is a good thing that needs to be done, but I'm not doing it because I love it. I'm not doing it because mm. I actually enjoy it. I'm doing yeah. it because I want to make other people happy. And that's when sure. the way too comes in as well. Right. that with the immigrant family, you have to really know what you want because parents will tell you what they want. <laughs> And you have to be strong enough to know yourself. And I think that the inner, obviously the inner game and also my relationship with God has helped me to be more like, you know, you have your life. This is the life that God has called me to. And that right. may look like what you want me to, what you want me to be. And it may not. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think just, yeah, being okay with disappointing people. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> it's interesting. And I, I don't think, I don't think I would have been okay with that um, without knowing the lord and also without knowing like that like you are good because of christ not because you doing what everyone else is telling you to do like that doesn't make you good mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what makes you good is the sacrifice that christ made on the cross so if I, when i stick to that and i remember that i'm like okay i can do something i can do whatever i need to do you know that's glorifying to god um because my, my goodness isn't based on me it's not based right. on what people say about me it's based on the lord so yeah 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 i was gonna say i was like <laughs> anytime there's that tension that rises up between you know immigrant uh, children and their parents regarding you know this 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 is like this is not what we came here for right right you know like this like you know you you, you gotta deal with the guilt trip (laughs) yeah (laughs) and you're like well uh, and um i heard i heard that actually this i'll just throw this in for for just the listeners in here um but i heard it this way um, and this could be referring to parents or this could be referring to anybody. But um, I think a lot of times um, in, in learning about ourselves in um, assessing our relationships with people, we have, we have to recognize that perhaps we've given people um, mm-hmm. control over our lives rather than um, the influence that um, is, is like all that we you know, really uh, are um, expected to give people who are close to us, you know, like our family. So just just leave that with the the people. Um, But so I'll say this also just just for you. I think it would be a funny um, proposal for for you to do is is to uh, ask your parents to take the test. (laughs) You're so right. That would be dope. Um, I had my parents take um, the Myers-Briggs with me um, and it was quite insightful for them. (laughs) Okay. Were, they were very surprised by by how accurate it was. For them. <laughs> but I've tried to get them to take the Enneagram, and in, in this season, they have not taken it yet. So, um, you know, That's I'll have good. to I have to report back to uh, to see what uh, how, how things go with that. <laughs> so, you you've typed a lot of you know shows. Uh, from Blackish to This Is Us, Everybody Hates Chris, to uh, compiling specially curated Spotify playlists uh, for the people out there. And uh, you posted from everything from common Enneagram relationship pairings and uh, promises, you know, from uh, the, the, the word that, that each type needs to hear. Uh, what has been, you know, some of the favorite projects that you've worked on and what has the feedback with uh, that project or others look like? Yeah. Um, so I, this is weird because the only one, the only one that I feel like was my favorite. I, mean, I think when I saw the question, I was like, oh no, this is weird because I didn't do art for this one that I, that's my favorite. 
it was the first one I did. So okay. a different world. I didn't do any art for it. It was very like low budget, but <laughs> not look good. It was very, just not, it was, it's not what my page is today. Like my page has definitely evolved from what it began to be, but it was my favorite because I did it for myself and I wasn't doing it for followers. I wasn't doing it for like, yeah. you know, I was doing it because I wanted to see a different world type. And so to this day, like, I'm obviously, I obviously want to recreate it and actually do like an artistic, you know, version of it. But mm -hmm. that to this day has always been my favorite one because it's something I think that I rarely get to do things just for me. Yeah. And so when I, when I, when I can latch myself on something like that, I'm like, yeah, that's, that was my favorite. Word. Yeah. Super cool. And what, what was the feedback uh, uh, like on that first one? Not a lot. <laughs> there was not a lot of feedback. It was a new page. I didn't, I didn't really um, market it in a way that was like, oh, this is about Enneagram. So it was very sure. confusing. People didn't really know what it was. Um, so the feedback wasn't like, you know, sure. there wasn't much feedback because it wasn't a very new thing. But yeah. uh, I think when people go back to it and like, when people like scroll all the way to the bottom and they leave comments, I'm like, okay, people do resonate. Like, I think I typed them correctly. I have really good instincts when it comes to, when it comes to people's behaviors. I think sometimes you can match behaviors with with motivations but not all the time so you're never always gonna be right especially with type of tv shows like you just these are fictional people sure <laughs> like, you just can't right. know what their motivations actually are unless you like ask the person who wrote them right, so, right. yeah yeah super cool super cool i i just think it's uh inspiring to think about how you know obviously you know when you first started it it was like well i'm doing this for me like i'm right. just doing it because like i want to do it and this is something that i think could be cool um, but you see that, you know, a lot of times when we do share what's on our hearts, right. you know, and, and pursue making those um, thoughts and insights uh, tangible for, for people um, to see and to, to read, um, that it obviously impacts people. So um, definitely want to say that and, and encourage you with that. So I got a... <laughs> Yeah, this little, just to close this out, I got this uh, little lightning round thing that that um wanted to do with you. And so I picked a movie that, that you and I both know, and yeah. I'm just going to throw out a few characters um, for you to type in this uh, movie. And we'll, we'll uh, discuss them afterwards and see whether or not, you know, like why, why we felt a certain way about them. And, and we can just explain that. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah, but in, in honor of, uh, of Chadwick Boseman, we're going to type Black Panther. Yes. So um, here we go. Here we go. Uh, so T'Challa. I feel like T'Challa was a one. He gave me one energy, one vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you want to elaborate a little bit? Yeah, so he was very, like, principled. He wanted to do the right thing, but he didn't, I feel like he wanted to do, like, especially with his father. I think his relationship with his father mirrors a lot with my, oh, I think that's why I'm like, okay, yeah, he's definitely, because <laughs> <laughs> he wanted, he just had this, he wanted to fulfill the things of his dad, and he wanted his dad to be proud of him, but I mean, he's like, you're, his, your father's flawed too, like, we're all flawed people, and so it was just interesting to see him relate to his father, and then obviously relate to, uh, I think, I forgot the name of the, of the villainous character, I'm like calling him that, but. Right. You know, we gotta, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, him. Uh, <laughs> Eric Stevens, him. Eric Stevens or uh, N N Jadaka. Yeah, I think so, I think so. Yeah. So yeah, I think the way that he just wanted, he was very justice oriented, he wanted to do the right thing. Um, he's very principled, purpose, purposeful, mm -hmm. he, had a, he had a goal, you know what I mean? He stuck to that goal, it took a it took convincing from 
um, the girlfriend to like, you know, tell him like, okay, no, we have to expand. It took, it took, you know, it wasn't his own idea to want to go out into the world. So he needed. Sure. Okay. So yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. So number two is uh, Njadaka or Eric Stevens um, or, or, or Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I thought he was an eight, very much a challenger. I don't think that, yeah, he was very domineering. I mean, he wanted, he knew what he, he also knew what he wanted. It was going to go for it, but he didn't go for it in the most, <laughs> what's the word? The most like, I don't want to say right way, but like, yeah, like he didn't, he went through, he went about it in a very like confrontational, like willful, like, I don't care who's going to, like, who has to die for this to happen. Like I'm mm-hmm. going to do it. So I think that he gives me very like eight vibes. Yeah. There wasn't That's as not, much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wasn't as much nuance or uh, or thinking about the the ramifications of of right. what what um the the aftermath would be um so how about a uh, shirty oh i i thought she was a five i personally okay. thought she was a five and i think that i was basing it off her behaviors because she didn't get a lot of speaking like talking times um so because of her like science background that really made me feel like okay okay i'll just give her the innovative you know okay uh cerebral and but she was also very funny and very fun and not very like she wasn't she i think there's some aspects of the five of that that are, that are hers that are not you know that are her behaviors didn't always exhibit fiveness sure. i think she has some seven in her as well but you can't i don't know it right. was it, yeah she, she was hard right right <laughs> right hard, the for sure for sure um nakia Oh, I think she was a two. Okay. I think she was a two. I mean, I think the the movie even opens up with her helping people, with her mm. trying to like save, <laughs> her trying to save people from like I think it was sex trafficking. It might have been. I think it wasn't very clear, but right. that's yeah. the show. The movie ends up. I mean, the movie opens up with is her helping. Um, okay. And so she didn't even want to stay in uh, in the I forgot what the place is called. Oh, Wakanda. Yes, it was that. <laughs> <laughs> stay in Wakanda because she was like no other people need my help why would I stay and enjoy this lush life when people are suffering so mm. yeah 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 uh Wakabi uh which one is Wakabi I forgot um he's uh yeah, uh Okoye's husband oh yes okay 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 I thought he was a six he also didn't get a lot of speaking roles right he right, very, right like he tried to be loyal to you know whoever was in command like that's that was all he cared about was like whoever's in command that's who I'm loyal mm. so okay. it gave me it just helped me feel like it just made me feel like he was very he had that loyalist that's what the title for the six is it's very it's like loyalist. okay right um and lastly uh Okoye Okoye is uh Wakabi's <laughs> wife oh <laughs> she's also an eight she is also a challenger as well I feel like she um was also very confrontational I remember when they were, when she was with the white guy. Uh, Agent were, Ross? Yeah, when she was with, <laughs> sorry, I'm bad at names. Are you good? It's been a minute since I've seen the movie. So, yeah, when she was with him, like, she just said whatever she wanted to say. She didn't care if she was being disrespectful or rude. She was like, I'm going to say what I want to say. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be, you know, confident and powerful in this way. Um, and so, yeah. Okay, okay. So, so with T'Challa, I said one. Okay. Uh, with, uh... And Jadaka, Eric Stevens, Michael B. Jordan. I also said type eight. Okay. 
um, with Shirley, I said seven, partly oh, because, seven. you know, you, you, you know, uh, like you kind of mentioned, she, she brought a lot of energy, I felt like, and, and comic relief and almost just kind of like, I'm here to have fun, like, <laughs> um, Nakia, I, I said three, um, but I, I think, you know, I could see that for, for sure, the, the type two, um, you know, almost. Maybe like three wing two or two wing three or whatever. Partly because the reason why I thought that was because, you know, she was like a spy kind of. And I was like, she's pretty good at putting up all these faces. Right, right, right. Oh, ah. I can be what you want to be. Like, so um, that, that's kind of what made me think about um, her a little bit. Um, and then Wakabi, I put him as a, as a one. <laughs> But the reason why I did that was because I was like, oh, this, this is an unhealthy one. <laughs> okay, I see that. I said, this, this man wants justice for, for, for his parents and is like, I'm, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to, to yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, and then Okoye, I, I definitely see the eight. Yeah. Um, I, I said six, partly because I was like, I felt like she was loyal to the crown. So that like that that's that's kind of the thoughts that i had but i could definitely see eight because eventually she's kind of like no actually i feel like so strongly about this that i'm gonna like turn on the crown for for t'challa yeah. so um yeah no super super good super good thoughts um but uh yeah that that brings our time uh together to an end so thank you dio for taking time out of your busy day to spend some time uh at the third culture kingdom uh, do you have any words of encouragement or uh, any um, things you want to speak to the listeners out there? Um, I don't know. I would say, I think that you brought this up a little bit a, a while ago, like turn your passions into like actual things. Like if you have an idea, it's probably a good idea. Like you should probably just do it because people honestly are waiting for you to like actually like work out the things that God has put inside of you. I mean, I, I don't, like every single day I get a message from someone like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for making this. And if I had been like, like you said, I had been scared or had been like, just like lazy. I mean, people, this, this page would not exist and people would still feel like there was a void in the Enneagram. So yeah, if you feel like, even if it's something small that you think is silly, like not, nah, it's probably, it's probably God putting that in you. You should probably follow that. So yeah. Come on, come on. <laughs> uh, how can people connect with you? Yeah, so you can find my Instagram uh, at the Black Enneagram. So it's E N N E A T Y P E. Oh no, no, sorry, I spelled that completely wrong. <laughs> e N N E A G R A M. There we go. What was I spelling? <laughs> there yeah. we go. So the Black Black people Enneagram. So yeah, cool. And it's all cool. of course. Word word. Well. You heard it here at the Third Culture Kingdom. That's all we have for today, ladies and gents. And uh, you'll hear from uh, us soon. So take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for choosing to spend time with us today at the Third Culture Kingdom. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, I'd really appreciate it if you followed the podcast. Wherever you listened, follow us on IG and share the episode with your friends. I was reflecting on this week's episode and was reminded of how each new year we plan out resolutions to try and make our year more successful than the last. I want to challenge you, as Dio mentioned, if there's something you feel passionate about, take some steps to actualize it. It may take some time, so break it up into smaller parts to keep track of your progress. 
put systems in place to simplify the process. It's something I'm working on right now. I'm believing that this year will be better than the last for you. The work you put in is going to show at the end of the year. I promise. Until next time, stay safe, be bold, and be you. Peace.